the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is The Boys of Tech, episode 238 for Monday the 14th of October 2013. My name is Edwin Herman, live here in the studio, and we don't have uh, Brett this week. He's not available. So I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll run through the four stories very quickly, and that will be our show for this week. So the four stories we have for you this time is, first up, Facebook is going to be getting rid of of a privacy feature that lets users limit who can find them on the social network. Facebook said in their blog post that it's removing a setting that controls whether a user can be found when people type their name into the website's search bar. Facebook says only a single digit percentage, which really could be anything between 1% and 9%. (laughs) which is quite a big range, Um, of the uh, nearly 1.2 billion people on its network were using the setting. Well, I can tell you if it is 9%, uh, you're looking at uh, about 10 million people, which is still quite significant, right? On the other hand, of course, it could also be 1%, in which case uh, we're talking uh, about 1.2 million people. But I suspect it's a lot more than that because otherwise they would have reported it as 1% 1% or 2%. So I suspect it's probably more like 6, 7, 8, 9%. Anyway, regardless of what that percentage is, uh, it's not really that insignificant number of people using it. However, it's Facebook's call at the end of the day, and we know from from history that you know some of the uh, calls they make uh, you know, they don't really listen to the users. They do what's best for the company, and, and they take some risks in doing that. And it looks like they've done this this time as well. A lot of people I spoke to, uh, you know, I don't use Facebook. I've, I've, I've made that known on the show here. Uh, but a lot of people I, I, I know uh, use Facebook and a lot of them don't like this idea because some of them want to restrict exactly who can find them on the network. No wonder some people are closing their accounts and whatnot. Anyway, uh, Facebook is building on its search feature so, you know, I think they're kind of doing this because they they want to, you know, maximize the potential for their, you know, for their search feature. So that's what Facebook have decided to do. What do you think? Let us know. Uh, leave your comments on our website, boysoftech.com, and let us know what you think. Right, Microsoft apparently wants to replace the cookie. And I don't mean the cookies that you bake in the oven. I mean web cookies. So they kind of want to re-engineer the ability to store information when you visit websites. The cookie's really been around for a long, long time, and this is currently how we do it. It's used for a number of things, such as ad tracking to uh, session identification. And Microsoft have this idea of re-engineering the the concept, Com- yeah, as in you know, completely revamping it using their own their own method. Now, of course. Because they make a browser, that gives them a lot of different ways that they could tackle this. By making Internet Explorer, they really have ultimate control when someone browses using Internet Explorer, what can happen. So at the moment, 
when uh, when you visit a website that issues you a cookie, it's your browser that receives the cookie, uh, stores it, and then when you revisit that website or whichever domain it's, the cookie's configured to, to respond to, your web browser offers up that information in the HTTP headers. So this only works because all the browsers out there support this common protocol. They, they, you know, they're all built to to respond in the, in the same way. Now, because Microsoft make Internet Explorer, they could in theory, and in fact they may already have and just haven't told us. Uh, this is now the conspiracy side of things. Uh, they, they can easily build functionality to track the usage outside of the cookie specification. So for example, one thing they could do, and I'm not saying that they're doing this or that they're going to do this, but you know, technically it's possible for Microsoft to come up with a solution such that when you browse a website, uh, it then behind the scenes sends that information to, uh, to, to a cloud service, a Microsoft cloud service with some unique identifier that could be self-generated by the browser. Uh, and that information is stored. And of course, it can be retrieved and sent to other websites whenever needed. Now, if they do that, I, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine they would just do that. There'd be a, you know, if people found out, there'd be quite a bit of a backlash. So whichever way they're going to implement it, they're obviously, obviously taking a softly, softly approach by this press release that they've uh, released, as you do. <laughs> That's what you do with press, press, press releases, if you can say the word. So, uh, uh, you know, I think they're trying to get some support for this idea. They're trying to uh, get people to buy into this. And uh, and hopefully, whatever the implementation is, people will by then hopefully be on board. I think Google also had plans to do something similar. I just, you know, to be honest, I just wish they would do it through the, the, the proper protocols, and that is perhaps by lobbying the W3C organization and try and get that, uh, you know, get their specification into the web standard. In fact, they might be wanting to do that. I don't know. They haven't said. But I think it will be a real disappointment if they were trying to implement something, you know, completely different. Like back in the, you remember back in the 90s, they had that. Uh, this is We're talking here early days of HTML probably HTML1, I'm talking mid-90s here, uh, Microsoft invented all these, uh, what are they called, IE extensions. Uh, I think I think Marquee was one, the Marquee tag, which would scroll text across the screen, like, you know, oh, it's horrible, absolutely horrible. So, you know, and that kind of gave rise to this whole situation we had of, you know, standards didn't re- really mean anything, you know, there were standards, but all the browsers had their own sort of extensions and, and things and they were all trying to outdo each other. So let's hope they don't do that with this. But uh, anyway, there you go. What do you think? Is it time to revamp the cookie? Or should Microsoft just butt out of the, the whole uh, the whole system and, and, and let W3C and, and the rest of the community you know, work through that themselves? Mind you, they're, they're a member of W3C. Anyway, there you go. Food for thought. Oh, that was a brilliant pun. I didn't even realise it. Food for thought. <laughs> okay, on to NASA then. It just gets better, doesn't it? NASA, um, this is more of a fun story than anything else. I think it's tongue-in-cheek. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's tongue-in-cheek. Russia's pirate party has offered to host the, the NASA website. The NASA website's uh, offline at the moment because of the US government shutdown. 
and uh, the pirate party, the pirate party in in Russia, has offered them web hosting. They have said, in fact, I'll read the I'll read the the, the whole thing. It's not that long. Dear Madam Sir, we do care about the situation around your website and the budget crisis in the USA. Thereby, we would like to offer you a bulletproof co-location or dedicated service on our hosting platform till the end of the crisis. We stand for internet privacy, and as the result, you would not have to worry about programs such as PRISM and other illegal activities of secret services of different countries. Your traffic, your activity, and the activity of your users will be in safety. We love Mars. That's how they signed off. Obviously, someone's having a bit of fun there. <laughs> and it's all in good humour. And I very much doubt that NASA is going to take them up on the offer. And last story then. I told you it would be a quick podcast. Uh, last story. If you're a coffee lover, you might be interested in this. There is now what is called the Bitterness Eliminating Coffee Maker. I guess that would be the BECM. It heats water to an even, consistent temperature and passes that temperature through the coffee granules. Now, this is the key to removing bitterness in coffee. So the science says that if you uh, if you have an uneven heat, you know, if there's if the heat the, the the heated water is un- uneven, or the heat in the water, if you like, is uneven as it passes through, you're going to get some some bitterness come through. So the trick is to get even heat right throughout the whole thing, right through as you know uh, as it passes over the granules so if you're interested in the bitterness eliminating coffee maker it's uh 200 us dollars mm, it's quite well actually i suppose that's not too bad for a coffee maker is it i don't know so what do you think do you want to try it i you know i i'm not a coffee drinker and by now i've given away the fact that i i don't have a smartphone i don't use Facebook and I don't drink coffee so you're probably wondering whether I really am an IT an IT guy but there's more of us out there than you think I meet more and more people every day that don't drink coffee and don't use Facebook it's not that unusual trust me despite the the stereotypes anyway there you go uh the bitterness eliminating coffee maker you might want to google that if you're interested in that and uh if you know someone who's got one why don't you try it and see if it really does make bitter free coffee Personally, I'd rather go for a chai latte or a hot chocolate any day. But if you're into coffee, this might be for you. The Bitterness Eliminating Coffee Maker. I just love the name. (laughs) It's great. The BECM. Hence the title of this podcast. Well, folks, that is pretty much it. That's the uh, roundup for this week. There really wasn't a lot happening. I do have a New Zealand story lined up, a little bit of a shake-up in the .NZ namespace uh, that is planned, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll have some people to talk about that next week. In the meantime, that is it, folks. Thank you very much for joining us. See you next time. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.